Last week, I talked about having a blueprint for your life. If you missed it, please go back and listen to episode 87. Today, I want to talk about haters. I saw an acronym for haters, and it said something like having anger towards everyone reaching success. There's also a term called haterism that the Urban Dictionary describes as a contagious disease that causes one to hate too much. It also says there is no cure for it. Of course, we all know and understand that everybody is not going to like you. And as a quote says, you can be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world, and there's still going to be someone that hates peaches. But the hate culture in America goes beyond that basic understanding, in my opinion. It seems we hyper-focus on haters and have a preoccupation with them. We, we live in a cancel culture where it is uncanny how fast the hate for one person spreads and how many people get on board if something is said or done that the general public doesn't like. You may have heard some popular hater expressions, such as haters gone hate or haters will be haters. Many Christians even get in on the conversation by referring to haters when quoting scriptures like he will prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. That scripture is true, but we are not supposed to boast about ourselves or have joy or satisfaction thinking of our enemies being punished for any reason. We are called as Christians to bless, love, and pray for our enemies. But the hater culture encourages us to believe that everybody is thinking about us, talking about us, jealous of us, hating on us, and obsessed with who we are and what we are doing. And it encourages us to celebrate ourselves and parade our successes proudly in front of our haters, especially on social media. There are so many social media posts speaking to or about haters, saying things like, let my haters watch, I thank my haters for my success, and so on. I want to lend a different perspective on haters, and that is, just like you don't really have 3,000 Facebook friends, you probably don't have as many haters as you think. Before you call or consider someone a hater, I want you to check yourself and answer the following questions. Number one, check the facts. Are you calling someone a hater because they disagree with you? Number two, check your ego. Are you making everything all about you and assuming people are obsessed with you? Number three, check your behavior. Do you have a sharp tongue and say things without considering other people's feelings? Is your behavior or mannerism considered rude, inconsiderate, or abrasive? Number four, check your motive. Do you secretly enjoy the idea of people watching you, being jealous of you, and calling them a hater? Number five, check your heart. Have you prayed to God for discernment to determine who is really a hater and who is not? You know, Jesus said the world would hate those who belonged to and followed him, but he never instructed us to fight or hate people or to hyper-focus on people hating us. The Bible says we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, but with principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So our battle is not with people, but with the spirit operating in people or that is behind something. Christians are known by their love, the scripture says, not a fascination with haters. 
The scripture also says, if anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. Another scripture says, you shall not hate your brother in your heart, but you shall reason frankly with your neighbor, lest you incur sin because of him. Furthermore, it is not our job to avenge ourselves. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I will repay. God promises to fight our quote-unquote hater battles for us. And when it comes to cancel culture, we should really be concerned about canceling the sin in our own lives first, before even worrying about what someone else is doing or not doing. We are told in scripture to get the plank out of our eye so we can see the speck in our brother's eye. To give you proper perspective, a plank is much bigger than a speck. A great way to safeguard against participating in the hate culture is to practice humility as a lifestyle, because humility teaches you to not think too highly of yourself, especially when it comes to other people. And if you want to learn more about humility, check out my episode 81, where I talk about it in much greater detail. Okay, if today's topic on haters piqued your interest and you want to dig a little deeper, go to the description box or show notes and download the free post-episode reflection activity I have prepared for you to personalize today's message and apply it to your life. That is all I have for today. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Bye for now.